This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaren.com. Today is February 3rd, 2017. We conclude in Falcons Super Bowl week with a preview. We've already given you the top 10 reasons why the Falcons are in the Super Bowl. We gave you, is Matt Ryan the greatest Falcon of all time? We gave you Super Bowl prop bets. We gave you the Dirty Bird Falcons versus the Rise Up Falcons. So we gave you a week full of good podcasts. And now we're wrapping it up with Sam D and Art Chill. And we're going to do a quick Super Bowl preview. So first off, what's up, everybody? What's up, Digital Dare? Pleasure to be on the show. <laughs> Hi, guys and ladies. Send nudes. <laughs> so before we get started with the Super Bowl preview, I had a question. Which one of the podcasts you guys like so far that we did this week? I, I like the ones with whoever farted in there. I edited those out, so. <laughs> that was pretty, pretty lame of me, sir. What made a sneak appearance? Uh, I see, I, I did like the top 10 reasons why the Falcons were in the Super Bowl. I think my favorite was the um, 98 Falcons versus the 2016 Falcons for no other reason. Calhoun said, Jamal Anderson, he'll polish your ass off if you hit him in the hole wrong. And that just, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing when he said that live and when I went back and listened to the podcast. Every time, every, every time, yeah, every time I listen to it, man, you cancel going at it, man. We're talking about he was a driver. <laughs> yeah, you should use that sound bite over and over. Just play, play that as the intro and the outro. <laughs> he, had a, he, had a, he said something else, too. Uh, he said, oh, no, he was like pun intended, man. I can't remember. Oh, he, he couldn't handle that pounding. He said somebody couldn't handle the yeah. pound. <laughs> yeah. He said he'll pound you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Game on that podcast. But yeah, that was my favorite one, too. It, it was pretty nostalgic. You know, since 98, we was, you know, pretty fresh young men just graduated high school. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, what's the Super Bowl wait? Now, we were freshmen in high school because it was 99. The team was just the 918. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So, yeah, we was out of high school. Before. Yeah. So. How everybody know we do boxing style. We're going to do um, some stuff that's not football related, then tie it all into the football related stuff. So, with that being said, let's go on to get started. Which city has the best music? Man, you know, my instinct, I wanted to say Atlanta, but, uh, I mean, what what time period are we talking right now? J-period. Anytime. Anytime. I said, who came out of Boston? Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? And New Edition, House of Pain. It ain't got to be rap, just Bruce Springsteen. I think, uh, I think, uh, Benzino came out of Boston. Yeah, Benzino, the owner of the source. So who got the best music, Samadhi? Atlanta. Easy. 
Art Chill. You brought up uh, New Edition, which is really one of my favorite groups of all time. And uh, I think we did. We covered Marky Mark, which is great. He was just a great, awesome talent. There was a, there was a group, uh, what was it, MC called Ed O.G. And the Bulldogs made some classic hip-hop joints, like uh, Be a Father to Your Child and stuff. Uh, oh, you were from Boston. I remember that song. You from Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs. They had a lot of other joints, too. But uh, I love it all the way, man. It ain't even close. <laughs> Matter of fact, we can claim new edition. They live down here now, man. They, they don't make some songs since they moved down here. <laughs> I mean, new edition, all the stuff they did, like Art Chill said, they did some stuff in Boston, but they've got a second life here in Atlanta. Bobby and Whitney took Atlanta over with their show. As funny as they are, we got T.I., we got Outcast, we got Good Amar, Dungeon Family, TLC, Tony Braxton. They call this the black, hip, the black Hollywood and the black Motown for some reason. So Atlanta got the better music. Better food. Yeah. So what are we comparing? Uh, soul food to Clown Chowder? Give me the soul food, bro. Atlanta. Oh, shit. Come on now. That's Atlanta. So you prefer collard greens to lobster rolls? Exactly. I prefer collard greens to anything. <laughs> Darren, we all from the South. Give us Atlanta. Busy B, Pascals, yeah. Walters. Give, give us that salt. That salt, collards, ham hocks, chitlins, pork chops, everything. They can eat all that lobster rolls and uh, clam chowder and all that. Uh, that will take good southern food every day. Which leads to the next one. So round two. We'll take our grits over, over the cream of wheat. Exactly. Grits over cream of wheat. They don't even have sweet tea up north. Man, south. Atlanta wins. Landslide. So round two go to Atlanta as well as round one. Round three, who got the better women, Atlanta or Boston? Atlanta. Darren. I, I can't say. Uh, let me let me try to look up. Y- y'all go ahead and answer. I'm gonna try to look up Boston women. Darren, my crushes, my all time crushes from Boston. Free from 106 and Park. I love Free from 106 and Park even to this day and age. With all that being said, she's a perfect 10 in my book. With all that being said, Atlanta, they got volume over. So, Darren, give me Atlanta for the women. Art Chill? Yeah, definitely Atlanta. You know, we got a million freaking uh, reality show stars and and, uh, all the little models and the video people and the industry people. Uh, We really uh, have some of the baddest women in the world, and you hear a lot of people, even a lot of celebrities saying it, and that's why people keep uh, you know, just one of the things that make Atlanta attractive, you got, you know, your southern cornbread fed women, you even got, you know, your New York chicks, uh, you got your Cali girls, you got a little bit of a mixture of everything, and uh, yeah, yeah, you got, you got, you got uh, literally every, every color of the rainbow, so uh, yeah, definitely Atlanta. I'm gonna definitely have to pick Atlanta. Atlanta is like the the, the melting pot of ass and titties. Well, I'm well, I'm from a uh, different era because right now both are fake. You can barely find a real ass anymore. But even still, I still pick Atlanta because even through my research with Google, I have 
I still can't find no attractive women from Boston unless I'm searching for the wrong thing. <laughs> what, like Boston porn or something like that? I was going to say, I, I never got the top scrippers, too. And I, I say scrippers on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Who got the best TV show? ATL or Atlanta by um, Childish Gambino, a family guy, which depicts Boston? <laughs> That's Carl. Uh, <laughs> well, New England. So let's say New England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, this guy really is going to beat out. And this guy's some of the craziest stuff you'll ever see on TV. So let me go ahead and get out the family guy from being real. Darren. Atlanta's a decent show, but it's just stereotypical Atlanta, right? Some cat who want to be a rapper and all the ups and downs that come with that, right? So that could have been, you know, anybody in the city where somebody wants to be a rapper. Family got changed kind of TV. It pushed the boundaries and took it to another level, right? Like it was one point they were talking about boycotting Fox because of Family Guy. Peter Griffin, Pawtucket, Pat, Quagmire looking at all the girls trying to have all the sex he could. It's no contest. Family Guy wins in the landslide. Sam D? Go ahead, Chuck. I say Family Guy even had a spin off the Cleveland show. Right. Uh, producers did American Dad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even though what uh, Atlanta is, they only had one season. Even if we compare the first season of both shows, to me, it's still a landslide with Family Guy. Cause I mean, I like the show Atlanta, but I, I think it's overrated. It, it only had a few special moments to me that really just uh, was. You know what I'm saying? Like something innovative, like the dude driving the invisible car. I thought that was funny and original. But other than that, like Darren said, it's just stereotypical Atlanta stuff. And really, it's not even really real Atlanta stuff, to be honest with you. Yeah. But that's just for the masses, you know. That's what people outside of Atlanta could think about Atlanta. But real Atlanta people know that might be a damn Decatur show. Yeah. Or, you know, something else. It's definitely not... gritty, the grit of Atlanta. And, and like you said, everybody gets misconception of Atlanta anyway. People think Migos from Atlanta, but they from somewhere like Lawrenceville or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, Migos from like Gwinnett. Yeah, to me, that's that's not my interpretation of Atlanta, because I done been here all my life. So when I look at it, I look at it as just for the, okay, you know, that's cool, I guess. That's my attitude for it. Like, I ain't got nothing else to watch, so let me see what they portraying about Atlanta now. And when I look at it, it's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's some, you know, Decatur shit. Not, not anything about Decatur, but we know the difference between Atlanta and other places, and that's not Atlanta. Round four goes to New England. So right now, Atlanta's up 3-1. to one. So we're going to get the stuff related to the game. So first, who got the better mascot, the Patriot or the Falcon? What is the Patriots mascot? I, I know it's, it's a dude. Is um, I forgot his name. It's like Pat, Pat the Patriot, or something like that. Free the Falcon for me, Darren. Give me Darren. Give me Freddie the Falcon too. Go ahead, Archie. I like the Patriot, man. I like them shooting off them. Uh, I like them shooting off the uh, the rifles and everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
So two to one, go to the Atlanta Falcons. So round five, go to the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta four to one. Round six, who got the best jerseys, the Falcons or the Patriots? I'm gonna start with Art Chill. Go ahead. I like blue, man. That's, that's my favorite color. So give me the uh, the pass. Sam D. Man, nothing could beat that all black. So I'm gonna have to go with the Falcons. Darren. I like red. I like black. I like the Patriots old school jerseys. Like the old school jerseys kill it for me when they're red with that little old Patriot in the three point stance like he about to get hit in the book. Um, but, the, but, but the old school Falcon, but the old school Falcon jerseys with the red helmet with the black jersey with the red on red. I used to love that. The Steve Barkowski throwback to Deion Sanders first year. Then we went to all black and then you remember that Sam D? I think this was around the time me and you met each other. They had them shirts that like real men wear, wear all black, and they had the Falcons logo. So that all black was amazing. And now even the black with the red highlights. I know Arch Hill said he don't like highlights in his women or in his teams, but Darren, I'm going to roll with the Falcons. Give me, I like that all black. Hey, that, uh, that, old, that old Patriots logo uh, could have been on that episode of Atlanta when, uh, when he went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Sam B said the Falcons, I said the Falcons, Art Chill said the Patriots. So round six goes to Atlanta. So right now it's Atlanta five to one. Round seven. Who got the better head coach? Patriots or the Falcons? Let me let me go. I'm gonna have to give it to good old Bill, man. That man is 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 masterful. Even if it's Cheating or whatever, he's gonna try his best to win by any means necessary. And uh, I mean, Dan Quinn's uh, time frame to me, uh, I, I think he has the potential to be great. We we just don't know yet. But from what I've seen so far, Dan Quinn is is, is no hope. But if we going by you know what's already been done. I mean, that's that's Bill for me. Darren. Belichick, he probably the greatest coach in NFL history. So they win this against anybody. He wins this battle against anybody. So New England. Art Chill. Yeah, Bill Belichick. Uh, we've already discussed how he's probably one of the greatest coaches in all the sports. Uh, we said he was top five. Um, I mean, he's done everything. He has the body of work. He's won without his stars. Uh, we had you know, no name people, uh, and you know he's been really consistent over a long period of time. Uh, whereas Dan Queen, we just don't have enough. Uh, you know, we don't have a big enough sample size to really say where he is or, or what he can do. Uh, we've seen flashes of it. We even saw flashes last year. They started out five and zero, and we see where you know they could string together some victories and some good periods, uh, you know, this year being a testament to that. But this one, you know, build build the cheek. Round seven, go to the Patriots. So it's five to Atlanta. So we're not going to do individual positions. We're just going to do skill groups. Who got the better special teams? Art Chill, I'm going to start with you. Let me go with... Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Falcons, surprisingly, and uh, and I'm um, and I'm gonna say the reason why is because of Basham. 
our punter. And we got one of the best punters in the league. Uh, <laughs> you know, he does a real good job of, you know, with the field position and everything. We got Matt Bryant, who's, uh, who's a, a rock back there, kicker, pro bowl kicker. Um, we don't have the greatest return game. Um, but because of the strength of those other two positions, I, I give the, the nod to Atlanta. Darren, I'm a group Art Chill. Quiet is kept. Morton Anderson probably is the greatest kicker of all time, but Matt Bryan is definitely the second greatest kicker in Falcons history. And the only what makes Morton Anderson better is just he's done it for so long. If Matt Bryan continues this pace for that long, you know, he may not be number two one all time, but he definitely could get in the conversation. So I go with the Falcons. Sam D. Man, I'm gonna have to go with the Patriots. Just off of Mr. Uh Mr. Fair Catch, or if he, he he do decide to run it, it's going to be about a 4-9 or 5-1 with his speed. <laughs> and uh, I mean, like, I, I think the kickers, you know, uh, who is Gronkowski? Yeah, Gronkowski. It's Gustowski. Yeah, Gustowski, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I mean, Brian has a little bit of the edge, but, you know, he's he's been pretty solid. And, uh, That's a good point. If we looking at this year, Brian was much better than Gustavski. He had a bad year. Gustavski had a bad year this year. Yeah, but I'm talking about overall, you know. So I, I think they pretty even on that. And, you know, the return, I think anybody's damn their return game is better than ours. But uh, as far as uh, – the punter, yeah, I, I would have to give it to uh, Howard for Atlanta, but that's two to one, so I still give it to Patriots. All right, so round eight goes to the Falcons for special teams. Six to two. So right now it's six to two Atlanta win. So let's go ahead. Just, just respond to, to uh, your comments about wings. Now you might not, you know be that breed of a returner, but he does a great job of covering returner, uh, covering return. You know, that's part of the special teams too. Yeah. Man, they, they fuck wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's 6-2. Atlanta, um, round nine, who got the better defense, the Falcons or the Patriots? So I go, I start off there. The Falcons. If you go look at a list of who Tom Brady and who the Patriots defense have went against, they went against Tannehill twice. They went against Fitzpatrick and Geno. They went against um, Tyroy Taylor. They went against Osweiler, Landry Jones when he got hurt. The one quarterback they went against who was halfway decent was Russell Wilson, and he kicked their ass. Flacco had a decent game. Man, they went against, they beat the Browns with whoever the Browns tried it out. Man, the Falcons. The Falcons have kept Aaron Rodgers in check. We kept Russell Wilson in check. Man, the Falcons. We don't beat people ass. Falcons got the better defense. Vic Beasley having a career year. Our linebackers are fast and furious. Our secondary ain't good, but the other front parts keep hiding them. So the Falcons. Sam D? I'm going to ask that to go with the Falcons, too, because I think all that uh – Media coverage of the Patriots is overrated. I mean, their, their defense. Like you said, they haven't really played nobody. They actually had to put, put them to the test like that. And we have been tested, and we showed. And like you said, our secondary needs work. But everything else is like they're, they're young, fast, and furious. It's like, 
and I think the advantage that we might have, that we should have for this game is the boys are so young that I don't think they're afraid of Brady. You know, it's it's kind of like you get older vets like, oh, damn, you know, we didn't see what Brady did against us such and such year. You know, he he's just good. We, he's, it's like myth and legend. But to these young boys, they, they probably like, fuck a Tom Brady. We just going to do what we do. As opposed to getting intimidated before the game even starts. Art Chill? I, I got to agree. I think it's unanimous. I, I believe the, the Falcons have a better defense. So I, I call the uh, Patriots defense. I call it fool's goal. Uh, fool's goal. And it's for the reason that you already stated. They really haven't played anybody. You know, we kept, like you said, we kept Rodgers in check twice. We kept Russell Wilson in check twice. Uh, we kept <clears throat> people like Drew Brees, Cam Newton in check, you know, twice. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, uh, we're definitely uh, battle-tested, I-, I believe. So there's round nine, and that that's a sweep. So that goes to the Falcons, too. Round 10, the most important round. So it's 7-2 right now. Round 10, the final round. Who got the best offense? Sam, I'm going to start with you. Easy, man. The Falcons. I mean, we got the more athletic receivers. I mean, we got the the backfield. I mean, it's, it's, it's the Falcons. I mean, we even got the tight ends. Like, we're, we have too many options. It's like nobody they can really just cover like that. Oh, we're going to say Art Chill for cleanup. Darren, Falcons got the more complete offense. Now, the Patriots, I think LeGarrette Blunt is underrated. We all know the greatness of Tom Brady. But I think the, the the Patriots, they may be even in that regard, better at quarterback, maybe even at running back, a little less at running back. But our line is better than line, and our receivers kill their receivers. And our tight ends without Gronkowski beat their tight ends. So if you add all them units up together, the Falcons got the better offense. Plain and simple. Art Chill. Yep. Uh definitely gonna be the Falcons. You don't have the type of year that you have, uh, you don't break records the way we have, you don't dominate. You're not uh, a number one offense in the league. You're not the best. You know, so everything points to uh, everything supports that Atlanta's the best. We've uh, discussed in the previous uh, shows this week how we got the two-headed monster uh, running backs. We got four or five deep uh, receiving core, um, you know, and even our tight ends, you know, contribute. They step up and have big games from time to time. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would go with Atlanta over – New England's offense. Because it's just, when New England, you just got Brady. You, you, like you said, Blunt, Blunt runs hard. He, he has been, he has had a good uh, kind of under-the-radar type of season. Um, and they, they're they a little banged up. Uh, you know, uh, well, they're not really banged up, but, you know, they're missing their star player, Gronkowski, who causes a lot of matchup problems and everything that makes that, that, that offense a little bit more potent. Yeah, Atlanta over New England for this one. Round 10 goes to the Falcons, too. So the final score is 8-2 Falcons win. 
Now we're about to get out of here, but before we get out of here, I want everybody to say who they think going to win and why. So I'll start off. Darren, I think the Falcons win and give the score. So I'm going to start off. Darren, I think the Falcons win 34-27. to 27. I think Matt Ryan gets off. I think we score early. I think Tom Brady keeps the Patriots never really in the game, but never really out of the game. So I can see it going something like 28-14. They score a touchdown, kick a field goal. We score a touchdown. So we're always up by at least a touchdown. They never get that close. I think our offense is too good. I think their offense isn't as good because they haven't played anybody. And I think Matt Ryan is playing the best ball he's ever played. And we have too many weapons. And it's you can't stop all the Falcons' weapons. So I got the Falcons winning 34 26. Darren. Sam D. I'm going to go with my Falcons, man. I, I think they're just young and hungry. And we, you know, we got a real underrated vet quarterback that's, you know, is his first season to be recognized. And they still not calling him elite. Because they say he haven't won anything, but I mean, like everything is just falling in place, man. And it's, it seems like a magical season, but it's, it's they really earned everything. So it, it wasn't like it's a fluke or nothing like that. So I'm gonna go with the Falcons. I, I can't say the score, but I'm gonna say we're gonna win by ten. You know, that's that's field goal and a, and a touchdown. Art Chill. Alrighty, uh, I have the Atlanta Falcons winning this game, and I believe I mentioned before it was thirty-seven to twenty-eight, Atlanta winning, convincingly over New England. And really, I'm just kind of keeping it pretty close to the averages, you know, if you really kind of think about it. Um, the way our defense has been playing lately, we kind of hold these teams to around about twenty-seven points. Uh, so I kind of gave. New England a little a, a little uh, cushion on, on those points, but I believe uh, our offense will get in there and they'll score and they won't be able to get, uh, be stopped. And I don't, I don't think uh, <clears throat> I think uh, our defense will stand up to and stop uh, New England a few times, and, and that'll be the difference in the game. But I, you know, everybody, every game, people are always predict. Shootouts, and we haven't seen that yet. It hasn't. There haven't been none of these shootouts because people have this misconception that our defense is for them, and it's not. Um, so yeah, I, I really feel like uh, Lombardi is coming coming to Atlanta. Hey, hey, Dad. Yeah. For before we break it off, I, I I have a question for you guys. All right. Every Super Bowl. You have an unsung player, somebody who steps up and makes a play uh, that, you know, kind of turns the tie. You know, uh, for example, Tyree uh, with his catch from New York to seal the victory for the uh, <clears throat> Giants over the Patriots. Or, you know, Butler with his interception to uh, seal the victory of, of the Patriots over uh, the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So... Who do you guys think will be that kind of unsung hero that's going to step up and either make a big play or have a big game uh, this Sunday, offensively or defensively? Doesn't matter. Oh, 
Well, I'm going to get started because in our Prop Bits podcast on Wednesday, the Prop Bit for Tevin Coleman was plus $1,200. So $100 pays you $1,200. I got Tevin Coleman all day. I think that's a steal. The Falcons love to shortchange Devontae Freeman. They love to go to Tevin Coleman. He's explosive enough and fast enough to outrun them. And they use him enough near the goal line, away from the goal line. Like the Falcons kind of force feed him the ball whether it's running or receiving. So my unsung player, if you can, would be Tevin Coleman. Uh, I'm going to have to actually hope for, uh, I'm going to say Vic Beasley, man. I, I, I think he's going to get a sack that's going to really just end the game. I mean, you know, just just give us the win as far as, you know, like a, a fourth quarter sack or something on, on the Patriots' last drive. So, so, so that's my guy. I uh, mean, that's my own question. I, I really did have Tevin Coleman as one of the guys that I thought was going to have a, a big play or a big game. Um, but for the sake of discussion, uh, I'm going to say that Dwight Freeney is going to come through. I think he's going to save up the game of his life for the game of this season. And he's going to come through. He might sack. Like, you know, I'd probably force a sack, fumble, maybe for a touchdown, safety, something. But I think he's going to make an impact play. That was a good question. So, I say Tevin Coleman. You say Freeney. And Sam D said Vic Beasley. So, if everything go the way we said, the Falcons win, no questions asked. Let me ask y'all, you guys this, not to jinx anybody. If the Falcons win, how will you celebrate? I'm going to go live, baby. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to catch me going live, running around the neighborhood, man. Full out sprint. Darren, I'm going to turn down my girl. Soon as that clock hit zero 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 in the middle of a ball, wherever we watch the game, at. Oh, happy Valentine's Day early. <laughs> <laughs> Love is lame. <laughs> well, me, you know, for in uh for the sake of the the, the ninety eight versus twenty sixteen podcast, I'm gonna go to Stewart Avenue, and th- that's how I'm gonna celebrate. I'm going to be the first hooker I see on Stewart Avenue. <laughs> there is no Stewart Avenue anymore. <laughs> well, Metropolitan, the same old hoes. <laughs> the ones you've been known for 20 years who you were regular with? Yep. What do you want tonight, Sam? The one that took your virginity <laughs> and gave it back. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This has been digitaldare.com. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.